0: Hey, what's up, folks? This is going to be a controversial series, and it's uh, it's called the, the JQ, you know? No Punches Pulled. And it's something that we really need to get into discussion. We need to be talking about these things. So this is uh, The JQ, No Punches Pulled, Part 1. I've been going over some older books lately, and as such, I'm going to be go- quoting from a couple. Two in general. Henry Ford's The International Jew as well as the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. There's a wealth of information, but you won't find anything on Audible, that's for sure. Hell, most of these books regarding this topic are hard or expensive to get in the land of the so-called free expression. Firstly, what is the Jewish question? How old is it? Is it a code word for hatred of Jewish people? Is it pure envy? No, on all accounts. The questions that arise when discussing jews are ones of honest inquiry their observations and connections that when made in polite society seem to create an unease if not full-blown hostility it's as if gentiles or goyim have been trained to reject anything negative towards this particular people the first jewish question comes from their fantastic success in all endeavors regardless of their extreme minority and oftentimes legal restrictions. I've often said they control, not just prosper from any industry. I think it's just plainly obvious. Yet, I'm the hater. According to Ford, their control over the means of theatrical, movie, and magazine entertainment was wholly Jewish in the 1920s when he wrote... From Henry Ford, quote, the theater has long been a part of the Jewish program for guidance of public taste and the influencing of the public mind. Not only is the theater given a special place in the program of the protocols, but it is the in- instant ally, night by night and week by week, of any idea which the, quote, power behind the scenes wishes to put forth. It is not by accident that in Russia, where they now, where they now have scarcely anything else, They still have the theater, specially revived, stimulated, and supported by Jewish Bolshevists' belief because they believe in the theater, just as they believe in the press. It is one of the two great means of molding popular opinion, unquote. Wow. There's the Bolshevik theater appraisal of Mr. Ford. I love his candor and boldness of speech. It's so refreshing compared to the pablum that passes for literature today. What's vital to understand, and what Ford instinctively sees, is that the whole tradition of the theater is part of this gypsy people's culture. It's also a means of subversion against the host country that happens to be backstabbed and leeched off of. (sighs) The theater is just the pre-runner of the movie industry. Denying Jewish domination in Hollyweird today is just ridiculous. But Ford saw it clearly in his time. Quote, Not only the legitimate stage, so-called, but the motion picture industry, the fifth greatest of all the great industries, is also Jew-controlled, not in spots only, not 50% merely, but entirely, with the natural consequence that now the world is in arms against the trivializing and demoralizing influences of that form of entertainment as at present managed as soon as the jew regained control of american liquor he had a liquor problem with drastic consequences as soon as the jew gained control of the movies we had a movie problem the consequences of which are not yet visible it is the genius of that race to create problems of a moral character in whatever business they achieve a majority well henry we're seeing the visible very visible consequences all over this culture a primetime network show called <clears throat> Lucifer, and he's the star. Our culture is utterly disgusting. Between black power riots and gay pride parades, we've been totally swindled out of democracy. Stolen right from out, for, right out from under our own control. The information molders convince us that pandemics are happening, and we buy it, hook, line, and sinker. No questions asked, no evidence offered. If this ain't the consequence he warned of, what the fuck is? So in Mr. Ford's opinion, what was the JQ? Quote, here in the United States, it is the fact of this remarkable minority, a sparse Jewish ingredient of 3% in a nation of 110 million, attaining in 50 years a degree of control that would be impossible to a 10 times larger group of any other race that creates the Jewish question here. 3% of any other people would be scarcely occasioned would scarcely occasion comment, because we could not meet with a representative of them, wherever we went in high places. In the innermost secrecy of the councils of the Big Four at Versailles, in the Supreme Court, in the councils of the White House, in the vast dispositions of world finance, wherever there is power to get or use, yet we might Yet, we meet the Jew everywhere in the upper circles, literally everywhere there is power. He has the brains, the initiative, the penetrative vision, which almost automatically project him to the top, and as a consequence, he is more marked than any other race. And that is where the Jewish question begins. It begins in very simple terms. How does the Jew so habitually and so resist- resistlessly gravitate to the highest places? What puts him there? Why is he put there? What does he do there? What does the fact of his being there mean to the world? Sounds pretty reasonable to me. Certainly today, with their position in the world being so much greater, and their censorship is just fucking unbelievable, the fact that this book is banned in tons of Western countries lets you know how important it is. All banned books are dangerous to those who want them banned. Could it be more obvious with the fucking Jews? They shrink from the slightest bit of scrutiny, yet there's hardly a matter on earth where they aren't opinionated in the fucking like, extreme towards one way or the other. They judge all non-Jews with self-righteous superiority. They accept not even the slightest criticism for such a bold and supremacist people, they seem to be lacking in actual self-esteem. Here's another little gem from Ford. Quote, Who stands at the apex of this mountain of control it is stated in this sentence the motion picture influence of the united states and canada is exclusively under the control moral and financial of the jewish manipulators of the public mind unquote oh but ford furnishes us names and titles and an idea of the full picture Again, back to Ford, quote, who is who in the motion picture world? The names of the leading producing companies are widely known. The famous players Selznick, Selwyn, Goldwyn, Fox Film Company, the Jesse L. Lasky Feature Play Company, United Artists Corporation, the Universal Film Company, the Metro Vitagraph, Selig's Thomas H. Ince Studios, Artcraft, Paramount, and so on. The Famous Players is headed by Adolf Zucker. Mr. Zucker is a Hungarian Jew. He was a fur dealer in Hester Street and is said to have gone from house to house selling his goods. With his first savings, he went into the nickel theater business with Marcus Lowe. He is still in his 40s and immensely wealthy. He is conceded to be the leader of the fifth largest industry in the world, an industry which is really the greatest educational and propagandist device ever discovered. The reader will not be deceived by the use of the word educational in this connection. Movies are educational, but so are schools of crime. It is just because the movies are educational in a menacing way that they come in, in for scrutiny. Zooker's control extends over such well-known names as Famous Players, Lasky Corporation, The Oliver Morosco Photo Play Company, Paramount Pictures Corporation, Artcraft Pictures, all of which have been absorbed within the past five years. It is commonly supposed that the United Artists Corporation is a non-Jewish concern, but according to an article in the American Hebrew, the head of this photoplay aggregation is Hiram Abrams. The United Artists Corporation was formed several years ago by the Big Four among the actors: Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks, Charlie Chaplin, and David Wark, David Wark Griffith. And notwithstanding the fact that Charlie Chaplin is a Jew, the company was regarded by the public as being non-Jewish. Hiram Abram is a former Portland, Oregon newsboy and graduated from that wholesome occupation into the position of a manager of a penny arcade. He was one of the founders of the Paramount Pictures Corporation and became its president. The Fox Film Corporation and the Fox Circuit of Theatres are under control of another Hungarian Jew who is known to the American public as William Fox. His original name is said to be Fuchs. He also began his artistic and managerial career by running a penny arcade. The penny arcade of 15 and 20 years ago, as most city-bred men will remember, was a peep show whose lure was lithographed lewdness, but which never yielded quite as much pornography as it promised." Unquote. Well, sorry about the long quote, but it says a lot. Henry Ford was no bumpkin, people. He was bumping shoulders with the global elite. He might have been kept at arm's length, but he knew this disgusting underworld. He really, We really have been foolish for ignoring a hundred-year-old warning like few others. All of Ford's concerns have only become far worse, and in many cases, their plans have far exceeded what Ford could even imagine in his time. He did, however, witness the Russian destruction with the Bolsheviks in short order. I still doubt he thought America could fall so fast. This question has been too important and too stifled for too long. Let this be the beginning of a series. Trust me, there is far more to come. Oh boy, is there. We are going to examine this tribe very, very closely. So let this be part one. Y'all take care. Peace out.